You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. I want to thank you for being a faithful listener and checking us out every week on Afro Vibes Radio. But hey, if you somehow don't get a chance to check us out Thursdays, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio, please don't hesitate to check out our podcast page. That's anchor.fm backslash HW Connection. That's H-W-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Again, check us out on our anchor.fm podcast page. Check out all the shows uploaded there immediately after the show airs on Afrovibes Radio. Also, if you want to listen to the show live on Afrovibes Radio, please download the app, afrovibesradio.com. You can download it from the, the website or go to your local or favorite, sorry, mobile OS app, be it Android or iPhone. Download the app on your phone today. You can stream the show as well as the awesome Afrobeat music collection live on your phone for free. Again, no money down, all free, all awesomeness. Do it today. Again, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always get at me on Instagram. Um, my uh, name, Dr. Barry MD, D R B A R R Y M D. Also, you can email me at Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com that's dr barry d-r-b-a-r-r-y h-e-a-l-t-h at gmail.com and last but not least facebook is also where we're at posting all the shows as well as other exciting articles check us out at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss again please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us we love hearing from listeners any feedback any even sponsorship opportunities because we are um very highly listened podcast always looking for sponsors check us out if you're interested in sponsoring the show and also you can do it on that anchor fm page you can donate become a super sponsor we're gonna get a lot of cool freebies for those people who do sign up so check us out again it's dr barry here thank you for listening stay tuned for the show we wonder why people are overweight in America. We do. We wonder that. And I, I'm not curious about it at all. It's obvious because the food, the food that's good for you is expensive. The food that's bad for you is cheap, right? Like where else but America can you get a bacon cheeseburger for 99 cents? Did you ever think about that? Like bacon cheeseburger, two animals died. 99 cents? Right? It's like we all want to eat healthy, sure, but like walk into a Whole Foods with 99 cents in your pocket. You can't get a vegan to kick you in the balls at Whole Foods for 99 cents. It's $1.50 and you've got to bring your own bag. It's ridiculous. So we do eat this crappy food, right? And then our media makes it worse. They invent things to make us afraid of it, I swear. Like, like trans fat, right? Like, oh, we've all heard of trans fat, okay? But you go to any other country, they've never heard of it. They've never even heard of trans fat. Could you imagine that? Because in America, it's like, oh, trans fat? Yeah, that's gonna steal your children, trans fat. 
Transvest's gonna sleep with your sister. What are you doing? Put that down. Like, I'm so afraid of trans, I don't, what guys, what is trans fat, right? Like, what is that, like a fat that dresses up as another fat on the weekends? It's like reading some ho-hos, well, it says saturated fat, but it could be a tranny in disguise, I don't know. I might be bifatual, this is weird. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection. Hopefully an exciting and entertaining podcast that will hopefully give you some insight on some on some awesome ways to improve your health and wellness. So today's show is going to be a really important show, and we're going to do it, you know, because this is kind of a hot season to be, you know, talking about health and wellness and dietary, you know, changes and improvements that you can make to, you know, get fit. You know, this is that brief period and we talk about this to those who've uh, read my book next level weight loss 2.0 again available at amazon.com check it today check it check it out today if you want to understand more about the health and wellness phenomenon uh behind the show but either way um now's the time that everyone is talking about health you know it's a big popular topic and uh i wanted to kind of make sure that uh, we kind of take advantage of this period and really kind of talk a little bit more detail about ways that we can improve our diet to ensure that we are maximizing our health and wellness. Um, you know, the diet is a critical portion of the weight loss journey. Uh, we talk about getting active. We talk about mindfulness. We talk about sleeping and, and we talk about, you know, relieving stress, but your diet is really almost 50% as far as the importance, uh, that your body, um, has to be exposed to, uh, properly in order to ensure that you're really maximizing your health and wellness. Um, reason being, um, the diet is literally what you're putting into your body. It's the building blocks that your body will use to create new muscles, new cells, new biological matter. And it enables the body to really, you know, function at its best when it has good resources to work with. So it's so important that you understand the importance of diet and how it, it plays a critical role in how your metabolism works, how your overall body's functionality works. It just, you know, really a critical role and this can't really stress it enough. It is important. So that being said, it's so critical that when you're looking at, you know, creating a good nutritious diet that you can eat and enjoy, but at the same time, serve the purpose of giving you all the essential vitamins and minerals, as well as keeping you full so you're able to stick to it. Because that's the thing about diets. Um, it's, it's one thing to do like a starvation diet or you want to do a diet where you have to kind of eat restricted amounts of food or certain types of food exclusively. Eventually, you get bored. You know, variety is a spice of life. That's not just a saying. It's a really a human fact. I mean, human beings are, are creatures that like different varieties so they can help stimulate the palate in different ways. So you want to make sure you're keeping it variety, you know, keep keeping the variety levels high so that it keeps you on the diet in question. Now, just these are some general tips and it really can be applied to any diet. If you're a vegan, if you're someone who likes to eat, you know, more meat and protein, um, this kind of can be applied to everything. So it's general tips you can really keep in mind when you are creating a diet. Now, the thing about diets, one thing that's critical is that you must keep a high level of fiber in the diet. It's, it's almost important that, you know, foods that are kind of rich in kind of fiber and starchy carbohydrates. Um, the key is you want to make sure if you're eating 
carbs. They're those um, rich kind of carbs that have a lot of nutrients as well. Um, things like oatmeal, um, things like whole wheat bread. Um, they, they should be a part of your diet um, because, again, it's a very effective source of energy. Um, you know, whole grain varieties like whole wheat bread, maybe whole wheat pasta um, can be an important part of a diet because they're nutritious. They have high levels of fiber, which is really important. Fiber is key. It's something you want to make sure you're keeping high levels of throughout your diet, be it, you know, your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. Fiber is really important. And a good way to get that fiber and get some uh, nice source of energy is starchy carbohydrates. Um, again, whole wheat and non-refined um, starch eat, um, carbohydrates are ideal because they allow you to feel full longer and um, they are a great source of energy. And ideally, you want to consume these early in the day. Um, carbs, again, being that they're energy, you want to make sure that as soon as you consume them, your body's moving because your body wants to burn it immediately. Um, if you're overindulging in carbs, um, that can lead to increased fat storage, which can cause obesity. So um, carbs are, you know, a part of a diet. Some people like follow the keto diet may have a strict anti-carb policy. And there's some people who think that's extreme. I'm one of those. I think carbs can play a role in a healthy diet. But if you do consume carbs, you're going to make sure they're the whole grain variety, um, rich in, um, in vitamins and minerals, um, things like that. Um, you know, those are all, I think, the ideal source of carbs because they can give you a lot of energy as well as give you some nutrition um, as well. So um, if you're going to do carbs, make sure the carbs are, you know, whole grain variety and make sure they're rich in vitamins and minerals, which you would find commonly in the you know, whole grain breads, pastas and so forth. All right. So also another thing about, again, diets and something that you should all know by now is you have to eat lots of fruits and vegetables. It's so important. I mean, fruits and vegetables are really should be a staple of anyone's diet. I would say, um, with fruits and vegetables, you cannot really go wrong. They're chock full of fiber, nutrients, all kinds of uh, vitamins and, and other essential um, amino acids that are just really just, you know, more than um, it's almost like a uh, like medicine, if you will. I mean, as far as how nutritious they can be for the body. So um, I recommend like four to five portions a day of fruit. And you can easily achieve this by sprinkling it out throughout the day. Have some for breakfast. Have a snack, you know, that contains fruit. Maybe consider a smoothie. That can knock out a few servings as well. Um, you know, fruits are an excellent source of so many things. So you should definitely try to incorporate that a day into your diet as a daily portion of your diet, just for the extremely multiple benefits that it provides. So consider, again, increasing your fruits and vegetables intake this year. And that can be a simple thing as, you know what, this year... 2020, why don't we just do a banana a day? I mean, just keep it simple. You know, maybe cut some in your oatmeal in the morning, have a snack at lunch, maybe get a smoothie, you know, as a snack midday. Before you know it, you've knocked out that vegetable requirement. So keep that in mind as you're planning your meals and thinking about your diet going forward. Now, another recommendation that I think is something that everyone should be doing more of and trying to ensure that you're making sure you're getting that protein requirement, which is something that you should also be doing as far as your diets is making sure you have adequate levels of protein. Um, I would say eat more fish. Um, fish is a very, very rich source of protein, vitamins, and minerals. Um, it's really one of the meats that 
um, can provide a ton of benefits that are essential to, you know, your body's development. So um, I think that. uh, So fish is, again, um, just just full of vitamins and minerals, um, especially things like magnesium, calcium, selenium, zinc, iodine, iron all of which are extremely important for a variety of metabolic processes that are just kind of a little bit too much to to, to go into in detail. But trust me, it's good for you. So you want to get, you know, this is even why people recommend taking the fish oil as a supplement if you're someone who doesn't really like to eat fish because fish oil contains a lot of great, great um, health uh, benefits, including omega-3, which is essential for brain development and helps with that. So, um, you know, fish is believed to be a really important part or the oils in the fish sorry are really ideal for development of the brain and other neurological functions so it's just something that you want to consume a lot of protein is should be a high portion of of your diet if you're someone looking to improve your health and wellness Uh, protein contains amino acids which are essential building blocks for literally every part of your body uh, because it's functioned on a cellular level um you know fish that are oily as well are um, high in omega-3 fats and omega-3 fats are believed to be helpful in preventing heart disease. So everyone knows heart disease can be deadly. So anything that prevents heart disease should be something you want to you know, consume more of. So those oily fish that we, you would see that are ideal as far as those that are rich in omega-3 would include salmon, trout, herring, sardines, mackerel. Those are really good varieties to to consume to get that to get those high omega three salmon is probably my favorite fish I eat that all the time um, so it's something I would I would you know uh, recommend um, the other fishes are ideal as well they're not as oily so they don't, they don't have that high omega three count uh, these would include cod haddock tuna you know uh, skate so you know there's some fish that are better than others um, salmon is probably one of the better fish in my opinion because it tastes and it's high in omega three so it's one of those things that. You know, you can get a lot of benefits from from eating it. Um, just again, consume salmon um, in a variety of different ways, you know, baking, frying, um, even though ideally, you know, you want to be as fresh as possible. Uh, smoking it can be a little tricky because of the high salt content. But overall, um, you know, salmon and other oily fishes are ideal parts of the diet and are a great source of protein. Um, so, again, um, if you're someone who's not a vegan or not a vegetarian, you do consume protein. High omega-3 fishes, like the ones we named before, are great candidates to be part of your diet. So definitely consider that in your, when you're crafting your nutritional plans going forward. Because, again, um, protein is something that you need to consume. And fish is a great way to get it. So, again, guys, that's the first part of the show. We're going to come back with some more tips as far as how you can help craft the, the ideal diet to really, you know, get those goals you're trying to achieve you know, in, in 2020 and beyond. So again, this is Dr. Barry here, the Health and Wellness Connection. Uh, we'll come back very soon with more hot fire. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. The podcast bringing you the latest in the health and wellness information that'll help you hopefully live a healthier life. We're talking about healthy diet tips that you want to look about, that you want to look into when you're creating your nutritional plan for the new year. A lot of people have decided that 2020 will be the decade that they get that ideal 
uh, body or, you know, do that, um, you know, weight or, um, you know, um, thing that they wanted to do for themselves, uh, be it lose some weight or, you know, maybe put on some muscle mass, maybe, or maybe, you know, improve your cardiovascular health, Uh, whatever reason that you've decided to uh, create for yourself. Nutrition is going to be critical in helping you achieve that. You want to make sure you're eating the proper amounts of you know, nut- uh, nutritious vegetables and foods so that you have the energy to do those, you know, activities that you may want to start doing in the new year. So um, we already mentioned some of my things you should do earlier, like uh, eat a lot of fiber, especially uh, complex carbs. If you want to get some energy in early in the morning, um, you want to make sure you're uh, doing more to eat more fish, eat more fruits and veggies. Those are all, all important parts of a healthy diet. Um, now, another thing you want to do if you're looking at making your diet uh, more healthy and nutritious is looking at reducing the levels of saturated fats in your diet. Um, It's important that saturated fat is something that you monitor closely when you are eating because saturated fat can cause um, increased levels of cholesterol, which can lead to increased levels of heart disease. So you want to make sure that you your saturated fats are monitored closely. Um, on average, uh, men should be uh, consuming no more than 30 grams of saturated fat a day. Um, women should be consuming no more than 20 grams of saturated fat a day. Um, children also um, under the age of 11 should have much less, um, but you want to make sure that it's not too small because kids are developing um, and they are some pe- they are people who need uh, fats to help them build um, their their um, their body because uh, cholesterol and other fats are important parts of the cellular makeup. So um, you know now foods that are high in saturated fat. I'm sure you guys know all of them. They're already delicious parts of <laughs> a lot of meals we consume regularly. These include fatty cuts of meat, um, sausages, butter, hard cheese, cream, cakes biscuits, lard, pies, you know, just everything that is delicious, basically, you know, you want (laughs) to, so you can easily get in trouble consuming saturated fats. And um, the funny thing about saturated fats is that because they're commonly seen in high calorie foods um, that are high in carbs, especially, um, there's some concern that these high carb foods actually don't activate those satiety centers that are um, believed to be important in helping you feel full. Um, and protein is actually uh, one of those foods that actually are very good in stimulating those satiety centers. That's why when you eat, you know, a really, you know, big burger or a big piece of, you know, meat or something, you tend to feel full and you don't want to eat anymore after a while. You know, you don't, you, people rarely just overdose on protein like beef and chicken like that. You know, like there is some even great delicious chicken, you know, people rarely try to eat an entire, you know, bucket of it by themselves, you know. However, people may do that sometimes with cakes and pies, you know, because a lot of times these high starch foods that are rich in, you know, sugar and carbohydrates and saturated fats um, tend to not activate those satiety centers. So you want to just be careful of that. And that's why you want to monitor how much you eat in general of these foods. Um, You know, saturated fat is something that has been proven to be, you know, directly related to heart disease and heart disease obviously is not something that anyone would want due to the significant amount of effect that has on the body. So keep those saturated fat intake levels low. Um, Make sure you're also using more olive oil because that's a great oil to use 
due to its low saturated fat profile. So again, monitor that saturated fat. It's very important. You want to keep those levels low in your dietary plan. All right. So uh, the next thing you want to look at closely and make sure you're monitoring closely is your sugar intake. Now, you know, I rail against sugar constantly. Uh, sugar is something that is, um, you know, fraught with all kinds of complications if it's consumed too much. Um, uh, sugar is one of those things that we call a simple carbohydrate. We mentioned the carbohydrates earlier in the day about fiber that are in, and sorry, we mentioned the starchy carbohydrates. Those are typically complex carbohydrates, meaning they're, they have carbs, but they're also filled with other nutrients like fiber and minerals. So they're really kind of rich and nutrient dense. Simple sugar, however, is not nutrient dense. It's very, what we call an empty calorie. Um, sugar is something that's purely uses energy. So if you take a tablespoon of sugar, it goes straight to your bloodstream, glucose levels shoot up, and that in turn causes insulin, which is a hormone that the body uses to manage uh, glucose uh, metabolism, also increases to help process that glucose. So insulin is something we're going to have a whole show about because it's something that um, really showing some really new information being shown that insulin may be one of the biggest culprits in weight gain. And we're going to monitor and talk more about insulin in a future show, but just know that sugar will increase insulin levels. This in turn will a lot of times result in weight gain. Therefore, if you're someone who's trying to lose weight, you want to make sure sugar is something you're essentially trying to reduce as much as possible in your diet. Uh, you don't really need sugar, actually. Um, sugar is something that is you know, something that's a sweetener, um, but it's not an essential ingredient. Like you can literally live without eating sugar going forward if you don't want to. Like your body will function just fine. Um, however, um, sugar foods taste good. So a lot of people like to consume sugar. And like we said earlier, simple carbohydrates don't necessarily stimulate those satiety centers in the brain that cause you to feel full as, a, as commonly as protein does. So a lot of times people will, will consume large amounts of sugars like calories and cakes and not really feel full they just continue will eat it and eat and eat it and consume thousands of calories you know without even realizing it um in addition to in addition to these um you know high calorie uh foods that you tend to have in these high amounts of sugary you know and foods that are high in sugar excuse me you also get tooth decay because sugar is something that bacteria loves and loves to consume we all know that the mouth is full of bacteria it's part of actually how the mouth functions because the entire GI tract is full of bacteria and bacteria actually work with your cells to process your food. However, if you have a lot of sugar in your teeth or in your mouth, bacteria will literally process that sugar, giving them more energy, overgrow in your mouth and result in potential decay of the enamel of your teeth. So sugar is something you really don't want to be consuming. And if you do, you brush your teeth regularly to ensure that you're reducing that sugar load in your mouth so you, you don't increase your risk for tooth decay. Um, sugars are unfortunately a very popular ingredient in the Western diet. So you see a lot of high sugar drinks and other uh, special beverages that are really, really sweet. Um, here in the south of the United States of America, there's a phenomenon known as sweet tea, which is a popular drink down here. And uh, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it's something that a lot of people uh, worship literally so you want to be careful as far as you know how you drink things like that because things that are very sweetened as far as beverages are tend to be high in calories um, a, a cup of sweet tea can have almost up to 200 calories and that can you know be almost a snack for, for a lot of people so 
you know, that combined with food can, you know, really up those calories and really cause increased intake, which can overall lead to obesity, especially if you're not someone who's especially active. So just be careful with sugar. Uh, sugar is a quick way to, you know, increase your calorie levels, a lot of times causing overindulgence and overconsumption of calories. And that's typically not ideal for someone who's trying to get in their healthiest shape possible. <clears throat> so again, sugars are something we've talked about. They're commonly seen in a lot of different foods, uh, sugary drinks, like the lattes at Starbucks or other fancy coffee houses. Um, you got sugary breakfast cereals, you know, cakes, pies, biscuits, things that we, you know, are typically, you know, labeled as desserts or sweet comfort foods, things like that. Also, alcohol is a big one, too, as well. Like those margaritas and uh, daiquiris and other sweet uh, syrupy laden uh, beverages are very commonly seen in uh, high levels of sugar are very commonly seen in these in these drinks. So. Just be monitoring or be very careful how you how you move as far as drinking and uh, consuming sugary drinks because it's an easy way to, you know, consume too many calories, empty non-nutritious calories as well, which really aren't uh, compatible with a healthy, nutritious diet. All right. And lastly, when you're looking at creating a healthy diet um, and trying to get, uh, you know, a better nutritious profile, work on reducing your salt intake. Salt is a, is a mineral that's natural part of our bodies. It's something that our body uses to function. Um, the, the kidneys especially use, uses salt to help flush out our body and excrete um, excess uh, urine and fluid and waste. Um, and it's actually very important. So, But the reality is that we really don't need to be adding a too much food or too much sodium or salt, I should say, to our diet because when you overconsume salt, it actually can alter and and disturb the homeostasis of fluid in your body most commonly resulting in hypertension it's a complex actually physiological subject which we won't get into too much detail but to just understand that if you consume too much salt you will typically retain fluid a lot of times this fluid stays in your blood vessels which causes increased blood pressure so you want to be a drinking a lot of water to help kind of help promote the um movement of sodium throughout the body to help reduce those levels. Also, you want to try to reduce your extra additional, you know, consumption of salt because sodium is actually found in a lot of foods naturally. So just eating normal fruits and vegetables and uh, different uh, items can help, can actually get your salt intake that way without having to add additional table salt. Um, so I just want to be careful with your salt intake. Uh, it's recommended that <clears throat> people, adults, uh, 11 and up should consume no more than six grams of salt a day. So, um, you know, that's something that if you even have hypertension, you, you want to probably cut that down even further down. Um, so just be careful with that. Um, salt is pretty commonly seen in, you know, pre prepared soups and breads and different sauces and breakfast cereals. So just know that most foods you're eating probably already have salt in them. So try to avoid adding extra salt. Um, you can help, you know, keep your blood pressure levels low and, Overall, keep you healthy. So that's the main thing, you know, I want you to understand, guys. Just, uh, you know, try to keep to these uh, dietary tips and you'll notice that you may start to, you know, start shedding pounds without even trying um, because these things are something that you can do to any diet. Um, you can kind of modify it to really fit your taste palate because that's really the most important thing. You really won't stick to a diet unless it contains foods you really enjoy eating. And you can really do this to a lot of great diets that already exist. So just consider these tips 
and uh, hopefully, you know, I'll help you out. If you have any questions, guys, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at drberrymd. Also, you can check me out via email, drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, guys, we have a lot of great hosts coming up or a lot of great guests coming up, I should say. So stay tuned. we got a lot of great shows as well. A lot of exciting topics. Again, stay tuned to the Health and Wellness Connection. Until next time, start your host, Dr. Barry. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast. For more info, check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss. Our show can also be found on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash HW Connection. Lastly, for any inquiries, email us at drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Until next time.